I tell you, when he sings, I have to make sure my shoelaces are tied because I feel like I'm going to go right on up to heaven when he's singing. Um, Michael and Leslie Tignor are standing here with me today. And aren't they so young? Man, I tell you, I just, uh, I just am so uh, in awe of these guys and the call of God on their life and their determination to obey him. And uh, they're going to be going uh, to Kenya. And we all know Ron and Sharon Wooten. They're able to be with us sometimes at our missions gathering. As a matter of fact, Sharon was with us on Thursday night at the bridge. And she is just a sweetheart. And uh, she's got a brand new grandbaby, so she's all smiles these days. And uh, they're going to East Africa, Kenya area, and they'll be ministering here before too long. They're raising their money to go on that trip. I want you to welcome to our pulpit today, I want you to welcome Michael and Leslie Tignor. God bless you guys. So happy to have you. God bless you. Good morning. Uh, like Pastor said, my name is Michael Tigner. Uh, this is my beautiful wife, Leslie. Uh, we are excited to be here and so thankful. I just want to take a minute to, to thank Pastor Farrell. Thank you, Brother Steve and the Missions Board for inviting us here. It is such an honor uh, for us to be here. Like Pastor said, we are young. I'm, I'm 23 years old. My wife is 24, so she's the old one. You know, don't pick on her. <clears throat> but uh, I, she's got me beat by two months, so I pick on her sometimes. But we are just so honored to be here with you this morning um, and just so thankful for what God is doing in our lives. Uh, we are first-time itinerating missionaries. We're going to be going to Kenya um, uh, for our first term, uh, and God has really just uh, set that up completely, and we are wholeheartedly believing that if we commit our lives to Him, we don't have it all figured out at that young age. Do you, does anybody believe that you can figure it out at 23? Because if you do, show me the roadmap, and I'll try to follow it the way you did. <clears throat> but at 23 and 24, we do not have it all figured out yet. Um, so we are going to go into Ron and Sharon Wooten um, and just learn how to do missions um, and be excited uh, and just blessed by their ministry um, and be involved in their ministry that they have going on. Our heart uh, is to reach youth and children for Jesus Christ. Uh, does anybody believe that it's, it's, it's important to reach the next generation for God? Listen, there's a generation right now in Africa, um, and they are hopeless. They are living um, in dire uh, situations. A lot of them live on less than a dollar a day. Does anybody live on less than a dollar a day sitting here today? Okay, we, we can't even imagine sometimes what that would look like, but they live in cardboard boxes. They live in tin sheds, sometimes six, seven people in one of those little tiny places without running water or without electric, electricity. So it is very dire uh, situation that they live in. So uh, this morning, I don't want you to pity them, um, but I want you to get excited for what God is going to be doing in their lives through us. We have the opportunity to go into that situation and to provide those physical needs that they, they have. We'll have an opportunity to do some humanitarian work, but at the same time, we understand that the most important thing to give them is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is what's going to change their life, change their generation, and what is just going to bless them for the rest of their life. And the reason that we are so passionate about this, me especially, um, is for 17 years I lived without Jesus Christ in my life. I lived a hopeless, um, miserable experience, existence. Uh, I grew up in a home, a loving home, but without knowing who God was. And, and so uh, the only time I ever went to church was on Easter morning or on Christmas Eve service. Uh, and so I got a picture of God as this distant being who really didn't care about my needs, care about me personally. Um, and so I really didn't think he had anything to do with my life. So I began to seek after the things of the world. 
Um, and I'm sure that some of you have your own um, personal uh, salvation stories, but I feel like mine was just just hopeless. I, I, at, that, at that point, I was about 17, and, and it's there in high school that I began to think about what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And I just I realized I had absolutely no idea what I was going to do with the rest of my life because I was living for nothing. And so in that miserable existence, God was able to meet me where I was and just say, look, if you would taste and see that I'm good, if you would follow me, I'll give you the fulfillment that you've been looking for in other things, and I will give you a purpose for your life. And I'll tell you, every day from that day until now has been so much more blessed and so amazing in my life. I want to just tell you that, that if you don't have Jesus in your life today, Accept them now, because every day from now until the, re the day that you made that decision will be a hundred million times better than the life that you lived before, and I know I'll never go back. Listen, I want you to rejoice with me this morning, because I told you a little bit about my parents, my home life. And this morning, while I'm at Whitley Church in North Carolina, my parents at Grace Fellowship Church in Georgia are joining the church. It's been a long road, but praise the Lord that my parents are making a decision um, to follow after God after they've seen their son go into the ministry. So praise the Lord for that. And Leslie's just going to tell you a little bit more about what we're doing. I thought I was going to cry, but I made her cry. So. Oh, he has to make me cry before he tells me to speak. Um, we really do, just to kind of elaborate a little bit more, we have such a heart um, for children and for youth, but really for the generation that is there. We've had the opportunity to go into South Africa and Botswana for a short time, and God really sealed in both of us that missions was the road that he had for us to take. And so we were able to see that need, and now we're able to, to go in and, and help be a part of, of making that better. Um, our newest assignment is Kenya, but also they want us to work, into, work in the surrounding countries as well. Um, people to People Ministries is what we will largely be a part of as we're doing those humanitarian efforts, but keeping in mind that the biggest thing that we want to bring is the gospel. We always say that when we go into these countries, we're not going to go empty-handed. In one hand, we want to be able to meet those physical needs, but in the other hand, we want to have the gospel of Christ. And that hope that Michael now has for that generation because we understand that that's what is going to change their society. For us to stand here and tell you that there are problems is not a surprise to many of you. And so that's why our heart is really to go to meet them where they are, to just touch them on a physical level with love and with feeding and clothing, but most of all with giving them the gospel. Um, we're going to show a video, and in that video you'll see some of what Michael and I were involved in, but also the works that we will get to be involved in once we go. And uh, we also have our prayer cards and some connection cards with us this morning. If you would like more information on us, if you would like to be a part of being our supporters through prayer and through finances, please come see us after the service, and we would love to just get connected with you. But real quick before we show the video, I was touched this morning um, with the, the first video that played, and I'm a, I'm a crier, so you'll have to forgive me, but... I was reminded of the urgency that is there because as we stand here today, there's about 100,000 children living three blocks from where we're going to live in complete squalor. And so don't just pray for us this morning and, and be a part of supporting us, but pray for them 
that God keeps his hand on them until we're able to get to them, until we're able to share that hope that they need. Thank you so much. There is love. There is love. There is love. There is love. When our hope is hard to find and our faith is in decline.
standing here beside me this morning is a gentleman who is key to the success of this day. This is a very, very important day in the life of Whitley Church and the Bridge. Standing here with me today is a man that I love and appreciate. He's been with us for, he's an old guy too. But anyway, Steve's been here at Whitley Church a long time. Steve Robertson is our missions director. He is the missions director here at Whitley Church and over the bridge. He has a board who works with him. I don't He's probably going to do this. I'm going to probably steal some of his thunder here. But I want to say to the board how much I appreciate them. Members of the board who are here, would you stand up? Do we have members of the mission board here? I tell you, a lot of them, some back there, here's one. Can we just give them a big hand? There's a member of the board there. Um, two of them. I see Vicky now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, guys. We love you all so much and appreciate all you've done. Uh, our, our church, at our church, you may have several jobs. So I know that, uh, I, see, I was looking at Lee, I know she works with the kids, and I know uh, um, uh, Marvin and Vicki work in hospitality and a lot of other areas, so I wasn't sure who's going to be in here because every one of them works so hard. Steve, we're so glad you're here today. Steve has some exciting news to share with you guys. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, let me just first of all say what an awesome weekend we've had so far. Uh, it was a great, great uh, Thursday at the bridge. We had an outstanding Friday night for those that came out to meet all of our missionaries. And some could not be here this morning. And I really, really enjoyed the bridge service last night over uh, in Goldsboro. I know inside your worship program you got the pledge card. But I was looking at it before I came up here. And I want our church to know that I love you. But I want you to know on this pledge card, the title that we have for this year is not by chance. It's Quest for the Harvest. And that's exactly what the Tigners talked about. That's what I heard Friday night. That's what I heard Thursday night and again last night. And I am honored and privileged to be a small part through Pastor Farrell and the other staff that's here to be a small part planting the seeds, not only here in Wayne County, Johnston County, uh, Las Vegas, New Orleans, but across the sea as well. Everywhere we go, I know Whitley is planting seeds across the nation. So thank you for your support. This is a very special time for us because it's one time a year that we have to plant those seeds so far as a giving. So I'm going to just go through and let you know right now, and this is just absolutely outstanding, outstanding, that our staff, our missions director, and our board so far as pledges. This is not an offering, but just pledges for the next 12 months. A total of Also, for the service at the bridge on Thursday night and Saturday night, we are right now just pledged total for the missions director and the staff and the bridge, $34,108 so far. Give God the glory. The pledge card this year, we really tried to make it very simple if you had the opportunity to look at it, but uh, Quest for the Harvest, I just can't emphasize that enough. That is what we're here to do. That is what we're all about here at Whitley. But on the pledge card, it's a location for your name, your address, city, state, and zip, and a dollar amount uh, down below. You know, whatever you give, there's some dollar amounts there. Like Pastor said, if you choose to give more than that, hey, we will take it. I said last night at the bridge, we have a zero balance. Whatever we take in, 100% goes to people like this that spoken today. Anything we, we uh, do here locally. But every penny that you folks give go, does go to missions wherever we might be. I do want to mention um, with the pledge card, some of the people are going to speak a little later on. If you feel touched and led uh, to give to those, please see them out in the area. We will, we will give the money wherever you deem it to go. 
So with that being said, Pastor Farrell. Thank you, Steve. Uh, let me just tell you guys, every penny, every penny you pledge, every penny you give goes to missions. We do not pay any bills here at Withy Church, administrative costs, uh, office, office stuff, all the stuff we use here. We don't take any missions money for anything here at the church. Every penny you give goes to a home missions ministry or a foreign missions ministry. Uh, let me tell you, though, here's what we need from you today. Let me make it really clear. We're asking for a sacrificial offering. So we're asking you to give an offering. Millie and I wrote our check. We're going to put it in this morning. And then we're asking you to make that pledge, that monthly pledge of what you will give over the next year. It is a faith pledge. So make a pledge that you know in order for it to uh, come about, in order for it to be a reality, is going to require prayer on your part and faith and trust. And um, here's how we're going to do it. The worship band is going to come. And uh, what I'm about to tell you may seem just a little bit odd, but it's going to make the traffic flow much better. You guys back there in the back in the overflow, you have an area right back there. There's a vase right there in the center in front of the cameras there where you can take your pledge and put it right in there. Just like this vase, there's one back there. Guys, you on this far side and you on this far side, if you'll do this for me, if you will exit that way and come around the outside walls and go back there and use the one in the back, if you would do that, that would help us create good traffic flow. Those of you who are in these two sections right here, if you will exit that way and come down and then you'll give, you guys exit that way and use this aisle and come down and give and then go back to your seat down this center aisle. That will make the traffic flow very easily. You won't be running into each other and all of that. But let me make this very clear too. No matter how hard it is for you get, to get up here, get up here, all right? And put your stuff right there in that vase. We're so glad you're here today. Uh, the praise band is coming. Let's give Steve Robertson and our missions board a hand one more time. They've done a great job. A great job. Uh, Friday night, we had a great time meeting our missionaries and uh, over in the Impact Building. It was wonderful. And uh, so, guys, we just ask you to give from your heart. Give generously, and God will bless you. Let's worship the Lord today. Father, we thank you this morning for the generosity of our church family. We thank you for those, what a beautiful sight as they came and placed their offering, their pledge cards in the vase, God. And now we just ask you to do to this what you did to the bread and the fish. Multiply it and use it, God, to, to shine your light in a dark world. To your name be glory and praise and honor forever and ever. And everybody said, amen. You may be seated. I... Um, I'm afraid that maybe we didn't make things as clear as we should have when Steve and I got down there uh, to the front seat. Of course, it was Steve's fault, of course. It certainly wasn't mine. But um, um, I'm not sure, guys, that we made it clear to put the pledge card in there as well. We didn't, did we? How many of you still got your pledge card? You need to, okay. Here's what we're going to do. If you will, um, everybody 
in these two sections, just pass your pledge card down that way, and we're going to have the ushers there ready to receive those. If you still got yours, just pass it down the row to the very end. You guys right here do the same. You guys back there, if you will pass your cards that way, if you guys will pass yours that way, and then the ushers are going to come right down the side. You guys, if you still got cards, pledge cards, pass them that way. If you guys still have some, pass them that way. Ushers, if you will walk down, who? just lift your hand if, if you need uh, your pledge card. I don't see anybody passing anything, but I saw a bunch of hands go up that still have their pledge card. Who needs to give their pledge card? I didn't make that clear to you. Okay. Okay. So you still have it, but you want to keep it. All right. That's cool. That's fine. That's fine. No problem. No problem. You just let God lead you, man. We're just glad you're here. All right. Um, we're going to, um, we're going to have Steve come up in just a minute and he's going to introduce some other very special guests that we have with us here today. But before he does, we want to just have a time of thanksgiving and celebration. There's no better way to do that than to participate in, in communion together. Now, we, um, we do communion a lot of different ways here at Whitley Church. Uh, we um, often have communion where you come up and we even have a cross uh, that you can pin your prayer request to and you can take communion with your family and we do it a lot of different ways. Um, today, we're going to kind of do it the, the quickest way because time is an issue a little bit today. So in your hand, you should have this cup. Is there anybody who doesn't have uh, the elements of communion? If you'll raise your hand, uh, we will get that to you. Um, <clears throat> you will find the bread there if you will take the bread in your hand. And um, if you will remember, here's a couple here who needs uh, elements. Just hold your hand up. There you go. Thank you, guys. Anybody else need that? Got some over here, uh, over here, guys, that need it. Thank you. Aren't our, our ushers doing a great job today, man? I tell you, uh, between the pastor forgetting stuff, and I mean, they're just all over the place, and we love them for that. They've learned through the years, pastors normally go mess up on something about every Sunday, so they're always ready for me. Um, the bread that we hold in our hand is the body of a picture, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, what these missionaries want to do, guys, is they want to go tell this story right here. They want to go tell this story of the blood and the bread. They want to go tell the world. You remember I told you last Sunday? You know, what right do we have to go over to another country and say, you're doing it wrong and here's the right way? And, and, and why do we feel so compelled to, to just push our, our way of belief on people who are perfectly content with their religion. Here's why. Because this message is not cultural. This message is for the whole world. And there is one Savior. There is one Savior. And the story of the gospel of Jesus Christ is wrapped up in this cup. And this bread. And as we eat this bread today, we are remembering. Jesus said, remember. When you do this, as often as you do this, remember. Do this in remembrance of me. What are we supposed to remember about him? Here is what we remember. We messed up in the Garden of Eden, so therefore we are born lost. So we remember that God sent his son. Jesus took on flesh and came to this earth lived a life of perfection, 
died on a cross not for his own sins but for ours. Was buried in a tomb to be forgotten, risen from the dead. And because he lives, if we will receive him into our heart, we too shall live. It is the work of Jesus and the person of Jesus that we receive by faith. And we remember this as well. He will come again. Just as he left us, the angels stood. Uh, the angels uh, were there with the, with the people the day Jesus ascended. And they said, why do you stand here gazing into the heavens? This same Jesus will come again in like manner. And he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Do you believe that? Jesus is coming. And I'm very excited about that. So if you'll take that bread and if you'll eat that as you remember these things, the body. Then if you'll peel back that next layer, you'll find the juice there representing the precious blood of Jesus that washes away every sin. If you believe upon him and receive him, the jailer said, what must I do to be saved? Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. It is by this blood we are saved. Let us drink and remember. Father, thank you for this precious time, this sacred time. Father, we thank you for just your presence here today. It's obvious that you're here. It's obvious that you're challenging us. And I know sometimes we come to church to be comforted and to be lifted up and to be encouraged. And, and certainly that can happen in this service. But Lord, there is a time to be challenged. There is a time to come out of our comfort zone. There is a time in church for us not to make it all about me and all about us, and all about what I need. But there is a time to love and focus on and look to the needs of others. And Father, that is what we are doing today. Help us, Lord, to, to do that with, with grace and mercy and kindness. Help us to see the world as you see the world. The Bible tells us that you saw the people as sheep having no shepherd, and you wept. Oh, God. Let that compassion be on us. We pray it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Watch this video clip. Thank you. I am honored to be part of a great giving and a great uh, heart church. And uh, I just can't express that enough. But uh, today, I'm honored to have a lot of missionaries here from all over the place. I'm going to allow them to, to say a few words and to kind of tell you where they're at and what's going on. But before I do that, I know I've got some of my board members out there, and um, I don't know who's all out there now, but I want to let you know that I love you, and I could not pull this thing off. And our church, and Pastor, we could not pull this weekend off. And I just thank you for all the hard work. Most of all, I thank you for the prayers. You know what I said earlier in January, and my God, your God will prevail at all times. So thank you. I have a couple missionaries that could not be with us today. There are other other um, churches. Uh, we had the Pities out of Honduras with us this weekend. We had Alan and Debbie Mayo. We'll be going to Southeast Asia. Uh, Rose Boyd, which is an extension of Whitley Church, OTT. Um, and also Sharon Wooten could not be here today. But these fine folks are here, and I'd like for them to take uh, just a, a brief moment to tell you who they are and what they do. Hello. I'm Carol Nagy, and I'm your resident missionary from here. And I am so proud to be a member of this church. My job is a little bit different than what these people do. 
They do all the groundwork. I go in to the established churches that are very struggling. They're struggling because they don't know how to support their families and support their church, but they want their church to go on. So I'm associated with the, the, the arm of People to People program, which we call the micro-business area, where I'll go in and I will teach a trade or a skill that I see that the people can use and work. And it's basically what we call elevating economically the believer, which makes a great impact upon their community. And I will be returning to the Dominican Republic where I am working right now in July. And after July, I will be going into Haiti for some humanitarian work. So, thank you. Praise the Lord. I am Danny. This is Judith where the Williams is. Uh, we are just married last year. And uh, God has brought us together literally over missions. Uh, Judith's brother, uh, Maurice Phelps, was pastor in the Pentecostal Holiness Church for 30 years in Moorhead City. I was uh, Assembly God pastor in Moorhead City for many years. We were co-pastors together. And uh, all my children settled in North Carolina, as it turned out, after their mother died. And, and uh, Judah's brother and sister-in-law introduced us, and my former mother-in-law, for that matter, uh, <laughs> introduced us together. And, and uh, we have just completed our first missions trip together in Africa, six weeks, where the Lord gave us a thousand souls. And uh, besides teaching in the Bible school and and, and preaching in hospitals and orphanages and all kinds of places, we were very privileged. I've been doing missions now for over a decade, missionary evangelism specifically, and specifically in uh, uh, Asia, uh, in India area, uh, where I've been privileged to see many thousands of people wander the Lord, as well as we do power evangelism because God heals and many miracles take place as we minister and draws people to the Lord every time, and God is so good. And uh, we saw that also in Africa. Uh, I was a little uh, worried because God sent me to Asia for so long, and then all of a sudden we're going to Africa, and I was wondering how that was going to translate in the anointing. Well, I'm here to tell you God is the same everywhere. Can you say amen? Because we were privileged. God bless you. Thank you. A little back, more background on myself. I was missions director in the Roper International Pentecostal Holiness Church, just as Steve is here for you guys. I was there for over 20 years doing missions ministry, and I helped people raise funds, sent a lot of teenagers, packed their clothes, took them to the airport, comforted their parents, prayed with them, sent them, and all the while I wanted to go, but it just never seemed to work out. It never seemed to work out. And then in 2004, this lady standing next to me, whom I did not know at the time, other than looking at her picture in the link, and let me encourage you right here to take that link magazine and pray for your missionaries. She came to our church and she was ministering and she reached her hand out and said, it is never too late for you to do what God has called you to do. And that finger was right straight at me. So needless to say, a few months later, I found myself on an airplane alone flying to Africa to team up with this precious lady and to teach 
and Guthrie Bible Training Center, along with other things, God truly gave me the desire of my heart. And from that point on, it has just multiplied into many more blessings and many more opportunities to go and to spread the gospel. And this year, when my husband and I went together to Africa, it was just an amazing and awesome opportunity to see God work and move and to see the hearts and the lives of hungry men women, boys, and girls come to Jesus to watch the young students in the Bible school completely transformed in a few weeks from being shy and not, not having confidence to then knowing their gifts in Jesus Christ and knowing what their purpose on this earth is and how that they can go forth and do in their area because we're not there to go and take over. We're there to encourage them and teach them to be what they need to be for their people. God bless you and thank you for such a beautiful congregation and a being, being a people that care about missions. Amen to that. I want to say this morning how grateful I am to be here. Um, I think many of you already know me. My name is Elizabeth Rogers, but I believe most of you know me best by GoGo. And um, I'm, I'm delighted that you do. Um, I want to thank the Whitley Church. You have been just a strong arm for me through the years as I served in Africa. We've been ministry partners for a long time. And I am so grateful for this church and what you are doing in the area of missions. Don't you stop. You just keep right on going because there is a, a lost world out there who still needs to hear about Jesus Christ. Um, I served in the department, World Missions Department, for 20 years. Uh, 15 years I lived in Africa and was, had the privilege of doing pastoral training and leadership training. And um, in 2008, I suddenly found myself retired. I was not planning on that, but it happened, and I immediately flunked retirement. So uh, I am now being recycled, and I am excited about what God is going to do with me or continue to do with me um, while I'm here in the States. God bless you, and I just want to tell you, when this lady came to help me in the Bible school, oh my goodness. God woke one of the faculty up at 3 o'clock in the morning and gave him a poem to write about this lady, which he delivered on graduation day. We all wept. I want to tell you something. I have never seen that happen in all of my years of Africa. And she just came for two months. I just want to tell you, they're going to be a great missionary couple and a wonderful asset to our church and to the kingdom. Praise God. Uh, thank you for having me here. My name is Marcus Hansley. Um, thank you especially my cousin Lee and the mission board. Um, I actually lived as a missionary kid down in Haiti for about 10 years. and. Uh, Really would continue your, uh, to appreciate your prayers for the people down there after the earthquake. Um, it's going to be a long, long time before they get back to any 
any nor- anything that's normal. Uh, I've joined Wycliffe Bible Translators, and I'll be working in uh, Northeast Africa doing language survey. For those of you who may not be aware, there's over 2,200 languages still without the Bible in, in that language. And I consider it a privilege to be able to uh, be able to work to get people the scriptures because we know in our own lives how important that has been to us. Um, I'm also active, actively seeking recruits, so if any of y'all are really interested in linguistics, please come talk to me afterwards. Thank you. And my name is Mark Stevens, and I have the privilege to serve Christ over at North Carolina State University just down the road. Um, <laughs> I'm a recent graduate from there, and uh, God really done a radical uh, change in my life while I was in college, and I feel like he was calling me to serve with Campus Crusade for Christ over at NC State, and I now serve there full-time, and uh, our, we have a threefold mission with Campus Crusade, and that's to trust God, to win students to Christ, to build them in their faith, and then to send them into the world, to win, build, and send others, and um, I've been a part of that for a year now, and it's really just an honor to proclaim Christ's name on the university campus. There's 33,000 students there, and uh, I just love them all dearly and want to see them all come to know Christ. So that's what I live for. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Let's give our missionaries a big hand. Thank you, guys. God bless you. Very special people. I'm about to make you a happy camper, buddy. Okay. That first figure is what they pledged oh, you here. Can you put it further out? I can't see yes, it. Yes, yeah. It's like playing a trombone, isn't it? That's what happens if you get old glasses. That's exactly right. This is what this group has pledged here today. Wow. There's the total, grand total. And we have two more services to go. So. Okay, guys, you ready? You guys have, you guys have pledged. $38,060. Thank you. Right now, Whitley Church and the Bridge combined is a grand total of $72,168. Two services to go. I'm very happy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your, your pledges. Let me say, I, I would like for you guys to please cover not only these missionaries and the ones we've had this weekend, please cover them in prayer. That is the most important thing other than the dollar amount. I hope you'll take the time as you leave to speak to these folks. I'm going to have them out in the foyer area. Take time, meet and greet them or whatever. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Pastor. Hey, guys, let's all stand and let's give God praise. Hey, listen, listen to this. In a time when they tell us we're in so much trouble economically, you people, stepped out on faith anyway and you don't know how much I love you for that and what that's going to do as it relates to God pouring into this church we have such a bright future it's so bright I need to wear my shades all the time (laughs) amen let's rock boys God bless you guys thank you for coming